You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 46 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today is part four, our last show of the Perspective series, and we're focusing on BioDad. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that if you are interested in a free blended car decal, I've just gotten some more in both pink and teal. All you have to do if you want one is email me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com and tell me the color you want and where to send it. It helps to support the show for me and for you shows off the pride you have for your blended family. Shipping is on me, no cost to you whatsoever. Also, the other thing I wanted to mention is that the other day I posted a video on both the Facebook fan page and the private Facebook group of a little girl who was urging her mom to get along with her dad. It's amazing how a child can really put things in perspective for us adults. If you haven't seen that video, please go check it out on one of the pages. I just changed the address on the fan page for the podcast to make it easier for you to find. It was at facebook.com slash one blended family, but I just changed it to facebook.com slash blended family podcast. So that should be much easier to find now. Please go like the page to get regular updates on the show. And for those of you who want a community of support in a more private setting, please join the Facebook group, which is still at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. The group is a great place to ask questions, give and receive advice and meet people who are in the same boat as you. All right, so let's get started on today's topic, perspective of bio dad. I have to start by reading an email I got from our listener, Scott. Scott has a lot to say about his role as a bio dad. Now, he had written this email to me before I even decided to do this series in regards to why there isn't a lot of support out there for bio dads. And he was right. Lots of dads are looked at as deadbeats, and this just isn't true. I know for Sean, he's an amazing father, and I watch him every day doing as much as he possibly can and struggling because he's not able to be present as much as he'd like since we don't have custody of his kids. Okay, so here's Scott's email. You're going to love it. He says, I really think it's important to note, and perhaps your show can be a good vehicle to provide some exposure to this problem. I'm sure there are many experts in the divorce support industry who would agree with what I'm about to say that I've found the group of responsible, involved, and dedicated divorcing or divorced dads is an under-supported group in this country. And it is also a group that experiences, based on what I've experienced as well as what a few friends have experienced, significant discrimination in this country. I'm not talking about the legal system here, although I know it happens there too. I'm talking about in American societal expectations, as well as inclusion. You wouldn't believe some of the comments I've received, and I live in a very diverse and liberal metropolitan area. A few examples. 
What do you do? Bring in McDonald's every night when you have the kids? Which Scott says, and in my marriage, I did all the cooking. Or are you going to move away now that you don't have family responsibilities? Scott says, what kind of real man would do that? Are you going to, are you really going to bathe your kids? Scott says, uh, yeah, duh. Or it's very selfish of you to abandon your kids and force them to move out of their house. Scott says, my ex and I mutually agreed that I would stay in the house and the kids spend 50% of their nights there. Or it must be great not having your kids at all during the week so you can go out and meet women and relive your college years. To which Scott says, I have my kids every Wednesday and Thursday night and 50% of weekends. And the last, you must be doing this with your kids as a ploy to make yourself more attractive to women. And Scott says, yes, this is one of the many things my girlfriend was attracted to when we got together, but this is not why I did it and continue to do it. And then Scott goes on to say, isn't it amazing that in the USA in 2015, these types of perceptions exist? This is a country that has achieved so many amazing things, like electing an African-American president and legalizing gay marriage. This is a country of inclusion, yet the responsible divorced dad suffers in silence. I've seen so many men beat down by this. Men by nature don't openly talk about their feelings like women do, and when they receive comments like this, it's not a surprise that so many of them don't fight for more time with their kids when they divorce or end up suffering from significant depression. I'm sure these things play into the reasons why the family law system is seemingly biased against men. Maybe in the 1950s when a man would get divorced, he would leave his ex-wife and kids and start an entire new life in another town, but this is 2015. Yes, there are many deadbeats out there who ruin it for all of us, resulting in many stories about unpaid child support, abuse, etc. that we see in our newspapers. But I'm sure there are deadbeat divorced moms as well. Being a responsible divorced dad should be the expectation, not a societal surprise. I take tremendous amount of pride in the fact that I do all parenting tasks with my kids when they are with me. I read to them. I do my daughter's hair. I bathe them. I nurture them. I discipline them. I drive them where they need to go. I cook for them. I challenge them. I help them with their homework. I buy clothes for them. I plan fun activities with them, etc. And I think I do them just as well as a woman would. This has been a true gift in my life. It's time for these types of stories to get more attention and maybe the men who do make the wrong choices to be less involved after divorce will make different decisions. Maybe more of them will reach out to get the support they need when they experience divorce. And most importantly, maybe the discrimination I've experienced will stop. So that's what Scott had to say. And I really feel that he's speaking for so many men out there in so many cases of divorce. The woman is automatically viewed as the victim and the man is often seen as a loser. This has to stop. It just isn't true. And it's unfair to men everywhere. So I had bio dads participate in the same questions as the last three episodes. As always, while I'm going over these, I want you to think of the bio dad in your life, whether it's your ex-husband or your current partner who happens to be bio dad. And of course, if you're a bio dad listening, well, maybe you can see what you have in common with other bio dads. Question number one was, what do you find is the most challenging about your role in the blended family? One of the main responses I got 
and I'm sure you won't be surprised, is that you find it challenging dealing with your ex, especially when you have to make excuses or cover up her behavior to your current partner. It embarrasses you and it's frustrating not knowing what she might say or do. Let me speak really quickly to the partners of these bio dads, to the women. I know it can be frustrating for you dealing with the ex also, but please understand that it's frustrating for him too. And most importantly, it's out of his control. Don't think he can control her behavior. He can't. Now, I'm not asking you to understand her behavior, but I ask you to understand that her behavior is not his fault and he is most likely just as frustrated. He needs to be careful about how he handles her though, because if he goes about it in the wrong way, it can affect his children. So I would just ask that you support him through this and not make him feel bad about it. Another challenge you told me that you face is the hardship of not having your children around as much as you'd like. Sometimes your partner doesn't understand as she either has no children of her own or she has full custody of her own children. Bio dads sometimes feel guilty about being able to spend more time with their stepkids than their bio kids. Balancing time is another challenge many of you face, trying to balance family time, alone time, and trying to even spend some alone time with your children. And I have said that before, it's important, especially when the kids are young, to try and spend some alone time with your bio kids, at least until they adjust to things. And the last challenge you said you face is knowing the difference between your bio dad role and your stepdad role. In other words, knowing how to discipline your bio kids versus your stepkids, trying to keep things fair, and knowing when it's right to get involved with certain issues You need to be sure to have those discussions in advance so everyone knows what is okay to say and do. Okay, on to the next question. And I've realized that this might not have been the best question to include in the series because it seems that every show I'm getting the same response. And the question was, what is the thing you love most about your role in the blended family? And you all told me that you love the never-ending parenting opportunities, as there's always a child who needs you and loves you. You also love being able to watch relationships develop between your partner and your children, and also relationships develop between the stepchildren. It's really easy to find what you love about a blended family, right? I know that was kind of a redundant question. So let's move on to the next. What's one thing you wish you could tell your partner about your role as bio dad. So listen up partners as I read these answers. I wish I could tell her that I'm sorry about the number of issues that have come up with my ex, as well as the times that it has led me to not being present or distracted, and that I greatly appreciate the amazing love and support she's provided to me in these situations. I wish I could tell her that I'm still learning how to raise kids myself, It's hard not knowing as much as I should. I don't always have the answers to your questions. I wish my bio kids could live with us full time. And she knows this, but she doesn't know how deeply it affects me. I wish I could tell her that I would like her children to do more chores and not talk back so much. I'm afraid it's not my place to get involved though. 
I wish I could tell her that I'm sorry I don't have as much quality time with her, but my kids are requiring so much of me right now. It doesn't lessen my love for her, but it's really hard for me to balance this right now. And those are some really great answers. And I would encourage bio dads to try and bring up some of these conversations with your partners. There are a lot of misunderstandings when we hold things inside and we don't communicate about them. The next question I asked is, what is one thing you wish you could tell your partner's ex about your role? So this would be bio dad to bio dad, okay? I will read you some of these as well. I wish I could tell him that I'm here to support his child in any way I can, but the door is still open for him to get more involved and heal himself. I wish I could tell him that it would be nice if he could stay on the same page as my partner and stop going behind her back and changing things. It frustrates me when he doesn't support her. I wish I could tell him to stop always trying to look like the better parent. This is not a competition. We've heard that one before, right? I wish I could tell him that I know what it's like trying to be best friends with the kids, but it's important to be a dad first. And I wish I could tell him to quit giving empty promises to the kids when he doesn't intend on following through. Some strong words there. And do you notice that there is a very similar theme here? This kind of brings us back to Scott's point uh, about the general public's viewpoint of bio dads not doing what they're supposed to do. And as we clarified, it's not always the case, but here are some examples of where this is happening. What's good though here is where one bio dad may fall short, there's another bio dad stepping right up to the plate and meeting the challenge. And the last question was, What is one thing you would like to see changed in your blended family? A lot of you have told me that you would love things to become easier as far as balancing and managing your blended family. And this is true. A lot of time is wasted trying to figure out schedules and coordinate things between households. And as much as some of you may try to work together, I know that some families have a hard time agreeing and communicating. Right along with that answer is that you all would love to see your current partner and your ex get along better. And that truly is a big part of helping to balance things. When everyone gets along, it's easier to work together to figure things out. Some other answers I got from you is that you would love to have your bio kids full time. You would love to have more family time together. And you would like to see the children all getting along better. And last, one of you said... You wish you could fast forward through the beginning part and get to the part where you're all settled comfortably. That would be nice if there was a time warp, but unfortunately these things do take a lot of time and a lot of work, but you can absolutely work towards these goals. Now that concludes our questions for bio dads. If you are a bio dad listening today, maybe this helps to see what other bio dads are feeling like. And if you're partnered with a bio dad or your ex, is a bio dad. Maybe this helps you to gain some insight into how he might be feeling. I want to thank all of the bio dads who participated and a special thanks to our listener, Scott, for that fantastic email. And thank you to all of the listeners who participated in this whole series this last month. 
In addition to helping me put together these shows for you, you also gave me an inside glimpse into your lives and your innermost feelings. That means a lot to me. I really enjoy getting to know all of my listeners. In fact, it's my favorite part of doing this whole podcast, the connections I'm making with all of you. So thank you for that. And I want to challenge you to take what you've heard from this entire series and use it to help you open up the lines of communication in your relationships at home. Nothing is gained from being silent. Take the time to tell people how you feel in a constructive way, and you will be amazed at how things can turn around for you. And if things don't turn around, you'll benefit anyway from being able to speak your feelings. Remember also, when you get frustrated at someone, to think back to this series so you can put yourself in someone else's shoes. That was my really whole intention with this series, to show you that we're all struggling and we're all vulnerable. Anytime you want to write to me and tell me about yourself and your family, send me a question or send me a topic idea. I would love that so much. Again, my email is melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. If you do send me a question, please add whether or not it would be all right to share it on the show. Now, I try to get back to you within 24 hours, but lately I've been really, really busy. So give me a few days to get back to your email. And if something is urgent and you want to reach me really quickly, you can always send me a Facebook message. I'm a little bit more on top of those because I always have my mobile phone. I want to thank Marissa for her five-star review on iTunes and her kind words. That means a lot to me. If you want to leave me a review to help me out on iTunes, you can just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash iTunes to do so. Next week, I will be interviewing the author of the book, Heal Your PTSD, and we're going to talk about how PTSD can affect your blended family. Thank you all again for your continued support of this show, and I hope you all have a fantastic week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.